तन में बसे मन में बसे रस बे बसे नंद बारो तन में बसे मन में बसे रस बे बसे नंद
ಸಹನೌಭುನಕ್ಷಾಂತಿರ್ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಷ್ಣು ಗುರುರ್ದೇವ ಮಹೇಶ್ವರ ಗುರುರೇವ ಪರಂ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮೀಗುರವೇ ನಮಃ ತಸ್ಮೈ ಶ್ರೀಗುರವೇ ನಮಃ ಶಾಂತಿಮಂತ್ರ ಓಂ ಆಪ್ಯಾಯಂತು ಮಮಾಂಗಿ ಕ್ಷು ಶ್ರೋತ್ರಮಥೋ ಬಲಮಿಂದ್ರಿಯಿ ಚರ್ವಾಷದ ಮಾಹಂ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಕುರ್ಯಾಕರೋತ್ಕರಣಮಸ್ತು ಅನಿರಾಕರಣಮೇಸ್ತು ತದಾತ್ಮನಿ ನಿರತೆ ಯ ಉಪನಿಷತ್ಸು ಧರ್ಮಿ ಸಂತು ತೇ ಮಯಿ ಸಂತು ಓಂ ಶಾಂತಶಾಂತಶಾಂತಿ ಫಿಫ್ತ್ ಮಂತ್ರ ಇನ್ ದ ಸೆಕೆಂಡ್ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ the last mantra in the in this particular chapter then we will go to the third chapter <clears throat> the next chapter is quite a unique chapter we'll get there when we get there repeat after me iha cheda veditha ಅಥ ಸತ್ಯಮಸ್ತಿ ನೇದಿ ವೇದಿ ಮಹತಿ ವಿನಷ್ಟಿ ಭೂತು ಭೂತು ವಿಚಿತ್ಯಧೀರ ಅಮೃತ 
in this one particular mantra again since many of us are new the literature of vedic knowledge when referred to should always be referred to as a mantra and these mantras are not supposed to be put to a tune they have to be sung they have to be recited according to the intonations that have been provided in the vedic literature itself so out there there are many dvds or cds and audio wherein gayatri mantra has a tune and that too in her shrill voice that she sings after that i thought i think i have never heard her sing at all her voice was one putting off but then she started doing the vedic mantras in a singing tune and that was my what do you call last straw that broke it then there are the triambakam mrityunjaya mantra in tune various such vedic mantras they are not supposed to be put in a musical note as is and these have to be always referred to as mantra and not as shloka shloka is that which has an authorship therefore the entire bhagavad gita can be called as shlokas who wrote bhagavad gita okay that's the confusion okay fine veda vyasa is the author and ganesh ji is the scribe so the authorship goes to veda vyasa ji so all these different ones which are written are called shloka but the veda mantras are not to be referred to as shlokas because there is no authorship they are always to be referred to as not just the upanishad part even that which is in the karma kanda or the upasana kanda of the earlier chapters they are also to be referred to as mantra alone etymological understanding because after listening to an upanishad you go to ask someone else saying oh there was this shloka in that upanishad and if that person is from an orthodox background first question they will ask you is who did you listen these upanishad from even to refer this as a shloka so i am just saving myself by giving you the correct information <clears throat> particular mantra here can be commented upon in such varied angles and it can substantiate all the angles i am not talking of philosophical angles this is talking about the very purpose of life and that you can expound upon it in different angles a simple way <clears throat> first the word meaning iha ched avedita atha satyam asti 
if here in this world one knows this truth all the aspirations that which we are aiming for filled nached iha avedin if we do not find it in this lifetime enter which has been indicated understand that life a great vinashti a waste the whole, whole life has gone down the drain bhuteshu bhuteshu vichitya dhiraha pretya asman lokat amrita bhavanti many a great people have gone this path in this very pointer and realizing this pointer as their very true essence in the past there are many who have acquired or reached to that highest which is called moksha liberation salvation <clears throat> pretya asman lokat amrita bhavanti cuz having understood this rising above oneself above from all mortal sensory perceptions these get liberated here and now between two concepts <clears throat> of something that can promise you of great happiness tomorrow day after or some other time versus the happiness that you can acquire now here which one do we as human beings normally choose i've heard of this experiment which was done about 35 years ago there were kids taken into a room <clears throat> and they were asked a simple task and they said and they were given a candy or some kind of a chocolate and i said if you wait for 5 minutes before you eat this you will be rewarded while you finish this task you can wait for 5 minutes and then eat then you'll be rewarded if you don't want it you can still finish the task here is your candy and they did not put any judgments to it they just made a note they just made an observation all the kids who chose to eat first and then finish the task and leave without waiting for any other promised whatever that could not be seen versus those who finished the task waited for those 5 minutes and got rewarded and this was experimented this is tiny experiment given to 4 year olds 30 years this particular research scientist goes back tracing these this uh, what do you call these subjects 
there were about 40 or 50 of them. He goes back tracing all of them and finds out that those who had waited for you know, five minutes for that result showed that patience at that age. When most of us would not have. If I were even if I were to imagine myself in such situation, I said I'll have this also and that also. <laughs> but I'll first finish this. Four years, what else can you expect? But those four-year-olds who had shown enough patience for that five minutes, they were all in amazing leadership positions. And those who did not have that patience, they were the ones who were being led. They were all in different cubicles, working at different capacities. He went on to conclude saying, if you have that virtue of patience, then it will take you long ways. But psychologically speaking, what do we jump on as soon as we find an opportunity? Now. Who cares? If that were to come, I'll enjoy that also then. But what I want is now here. And that one psychological aspect of ours has taken us into so many areas of experiences because we need that gratification now. Here this mantra is saying the gratification of all these various experiences put together that which is guaranteed by the pointer given through this Upanishad, if we focus on it, it satisfies all of those plus much more. All the gratification that we have been anticipating in our life so far plus much more is guaranteed. Provided we turn this life towards this as the purpose. Again, this what? It's a coded language. This, that, what are you talking about? What is it that you are trying, asking us to focus on? To remove all the mysticism of the Upanishad language, And to remove all the mysticism of the Upanishadic language and to put it in plain, simple terms. We as human beings are in constant seeking, constant searching of two factors, two aspects. Through every experience, invariably. One is to find sense of peace. Don't we want peace? We appreciate that sense of peace. And the second one that we appreciate is sense of joy and happiness.
peace and happiness all accomplishments and all goals vision and planning of life isn't it for these two factors alone would we call that life a successful life which is devoid of peace and joy have everything else except peace and joy would you call that life a successful life if you do not have that peace sense of peace and the ability to enjoy it whatever you have accomplished you would never appreciate it in fact you would not aim to go in that direction because at the end of it you are not going to appreciate it all of us when we put our effort we put in with the perspective of roi what is roi return on investment how much do i get back what is the value that i get back that's very important to me because if that is not clear if that is not visibly clear then i'm very skeptical if your friend has said to you please come to the sunday satsangs now you are like porke why should i come what is what is my return on my investment why should i come there what what do i get back so you will have i'm i'm interested actually entice them to tell you gain out of this that hurts her answer was dinner <laughs> i thought there will be some better answer than that <laughs> so you don't just appear smart you guys are really smart if you answer that is that if it is just food then i am i am deeply wounded <laughs> it has to mean something that at the end of the day there is some amount of clarity or understanding which is taking us towards that joy and happiness otherwise i am not interested in that kind of line that path of thinking in fact i am reminded of this particular scene in my favorite movie have i told you matrix the first part the rest of it is all masala but the first part has a lot of things to ponder upon neo is the character there uh, he is asked to trust the others in the car he is come he is you know picked up there are three people in the car 
one lady sitting in the back says you know do as i say either it is the way or the highway this is and if it is such an enforced environment then i would like to quit right here then trinity reaches out to him and says look you have walked this path millions of times and you know that it ends and you are not satisfied with that end similarly when we talk of this particular tatva that this should be our focus this should be our purpose it will not sink in unless i have chewed on the outside world and realize that there is nothing that the outside world can offer until then how much ever assured in it will not go in like once gurudev was asked why did you quit from this world why did you become a sanyasi why did you become a monk and the guy who was asking him those questions he was chewing on the gum so gurudev asked him how long will you chew this gum how long anybody does chew the gum until the taste in it is lost and then what do you do with it you spit it out I mean, and do it as a in my earlier days here i used to find them in the so i had to put a ban on that no chewing gum in the facility because the empty mind they'll take it out and then stick it up somewhere i have stuff on this world nisaravat etat that it does not have the essence that which i am looking for therefore i have no regret spitting it out so the upanishad also talks of the same language it says pariksha lokan karma chitan nirveda brahmanah nasti akritah kritena there is nothing that this wise intelligent one seeker leaves anything to be unturned experiments with every possible thing out there that can hold its ground promising that it has some sense of joy in it just go test everything out test the world don't be scared of it don't run away from it when as an experience you realize that there is nothing much that that world can offer then that individual when they sit away from that world there is no internal craving something beautiful passes by there is no you don't become vishwamitra directly i mean because there is somebody beautiful passes by 
I am not taking uh, a dig at Vishwamitra ji. I have no such capacities. But it's so easy to fall. Why? Because somewhere deep down I have a belief that maybe there is some joy there still. You all go to India quite often. One of my favorite things there is sugar cane juice. Do you guys attempt at it? Sort of, kind of. Okay. Uh, one thing that is you know, that fellow uses that sugar cane, you know, he, it goes through that machine. You know, it, it is almost, what do you call it? Crushing it. And how many times does he run it through? Until there is just few drops that are trickling down. Knowing that there is no more that that sugarcane can produce. Extract. Everything that it could be extracted it is, is done. Until then it is chewed out thoroughly. Similarly, when you go out into the world, even if you change this perspective, it, it feels quite liberating. It is not for the purpose of holding on to that world, nor to create an impression on the world. But just to evaluate that world as to how much ground does it hold. Just to experiment with it. The field of name and fame. Try it out. You want to be in that spotlight? Experiment with it. Reach there. Put the hard effort that it takes to reach there. Find flawlessly that inner clarity, what it can yield or give. And personally evaluate at that point, is it worth any more effort or time in that direction? Thus having experimented and evaluated all possible avenues. And not finding that which we have been seeking or searching, which is peace and happiness. Such an individual, when they withdraw from the world, there is no more trauma inside. Like when somebody is, you know, like the kids, no kid wants to study. They want to goof off playing something or the other. And a new game is being released. They want to go get it, experiment with it, play with it, so that they can have a bragging right tomorrow amongst their little clique that they have. And you as an adult or a parent or an older brother have put a ban, bar on it. No, study. Do you think that fellow will be able to focus on anything else? As much as that interest is out there, that fellow cannot be curtailed in here. Similarly, for an unprepared mind, when you say that the purpose of life is realization, he look at you, mock at you, laugh at you. 
in fact i have been told many times you swamis have no better job than just talking about this realization but from their perspective they are not wrong either internal conviction their internal compass says my happiness is out there somewhere so whether the scriptures are right or your experience is right how can you evaluate go check if somebody says fire burns your hands is it a fact or is it a belief fire can burn your hands is it a fact or is it a belief for how many of you it is it is still a belief i am quite innovative in my experiments we can create a a live sample right here i know i know I'm around. I'm aware of my surroundings. <laughs> I'm not that clueless. Until it becomes my experience, it is a belief. Once it has become an aspect of my experience, it is a fact, an irrefutable aspect of my life. Then the next time that I go. meddling with it i'll be that much careful playing around with it why i have a factual basis it's no more hearsay so what is the scripture saying the scripture is indicating that this liberation salvation should be the very purpose core of our life that is where our mind should be geared towards give it an ounce of belief an ounce of belief i'm not asking for much i'm not saying that right now because you have heard this mantra drop everything that you are doing join become a monk that doesn't work that way because don't they say you can take the horse to the pond you cannot make it drink unless it feels thirst similarly this knowledge this wisdom the upanishad what is it saying it's giving us the very purpose of life so at this point it may not seem like my purpose of life because there are so many other things that seem to be quite attractive quite enticing that i would love to experiment about i haven't seen you know playing with money like you know, when you make your own hard earned money the way you can invest the way you can use the way you can make choices based on it experiment with it with name fame position authority it holds some kind of a enticing effect on me that you know i should experiment otherwise why would we aim to go for a job which has a higher authority a higher uh, visibility 
nobody wants you know inspired maybe if they are in kindergarten they say what do you want to be when you grow up they would say a, a, a trash pickup fellow i want to drive that big truck i have heard this many kids say that at that age oh you guys also have said that okay once you grow up what do you aim for same thing a janitorial job now all that i need is three meals one little roof i don't even need to own it a studio apartment is also okay my needs are very minimal so i think for that kind of need this kind of job a janitorial job is fine do you settle down no you want to and even if you want to settle down your brown parents will not allow you to stop being quit being a loser you're better than somebody who can flip burgers you have to become an engineer a doctor or a what else otherwise you are left behind as a loser you have those aspirations so while you are aspiring for it don't jump in as a madcap but jump in from the perspective of trying to evaluate the worthiness of where you are jumping it's quite liberating that there is the commitment that you have towards that whole labyrinth of experience is completely shifts its paradigm the way you look at it changes it because now you know when you go in there in a ice cream shop you know these fancy ones where you can taste and uh, evaluate different you have not made up your mind so you go there you are not bound by one particular to buy either you go evaluate test it out and then you say nah nothing seems to be suiting my palate today you know as well walk out it becomes unbinding in itself if we go with that experimentative mode have i communicated yes this is the purpose that one should gear towards there is nothing other than that but then does it sound even worthwhile does it sound even something that i should pursue because my mind is now attracted towards all these other things so the upanishad itself says pariksha pariksha meaning experiment with them and go experiment thoroughly what if this whole life is spent on it don't worry we are hindu we don't believe in yolo
वी बिलीव इन योलम वॉट इट इज अंटिल मोक्ष यू ओनली लिव अंटिल मोक्ष बी अनदर बर्थ कंटिन्यू बट दिस परस्यूट एंड द माइंड सेट टू परस्यू इट should not be from the standpoint that i should fit in therefore i am pursuing it i should be doing or engaged in things because factor it doesn't matter other other than with the perspective of trying to experiment with it for those who have intensely pursued and experimented or for those who have that clarity because their faith or their belief system has already assured them to that point of understanding it can happen either ways now there are times when a very close friend of yours comes and says man don't try it i it sucks i tried it yesterday it was bad after your friend turns away and you go back and again start trying to test he is your best friend and you believe and you you take him for that word and don't even end up going back movies you saw some movie and how was it ha oh, man don't waste your precious 2 and 1/2 hours really that bad pathetic you have heard it and that person from whom you have heard that impression is somebody that you trust personally even if there was a thought in your head that you know maybe i should some weekend you'll put it on a back burner now maybe after a couple of weeks it will come online anyway <laughs> i'll watch it then if it is not that very gripping don't you take them for their word have you done that before as something that you eagerly passionately wanted to that you truly trust comes back saying that it is not worth it and then you said okay thank you you in fact go and tell them thanks as well they said you know i was going to you know avoiding the satsang i was going for that only but glad you told me a restaurant or various things places environments don't we take it on people's word a whole market runs on that man what is what do you call that yelp what is that isn't it reviews of people and how many times has it not happened that you looked at yelp and looked at the review and said um, okay it, it is not more than 3 star i wouldn't want to go there it's not even 2 star who even suggested it true 
had that market that Yelp would have been that successful. Similarly, as an apta vakya, apta vakya, somebody that out of concern, out of good heart, reaching across telling, that can transform you. I mean, you may have had those passions, you may have had those intentions of trying and experimenting, but because this person that I trust so implicitly has given their verdict on it, I take it on their behalf and move forward. The first one is experiment. Experiment with every aspect of that which is enticing you. Chew it out. Test it out. Nothing that need not be tested. Go check it out. Second is after you have done with all that, whenever your mindset is prepared, then you have seen it enough. Seen it enough because you have seen it as an experiment after experiment. As Gandhiji puts his book as, my experiments, you know his biography, right? Autobiography. My experiments with truth. Whole life is nothing but experiments with that truth. Experiment it out. Be genuine about it. Or if you are that blessed enough that somebody that you trust has given their verdict and that in itself leaves an impression on your heart. This is called the Punya Phala. The effect of that Punya on because of our karma on us by the you know Mahatma or that Deva or whoever it is. That just by listening I have come to the conclusion. In the recent past, there are two people who can be cited who have reached to the ultimate purely on listening to a hearsay that they trusted. One such is Ramana Maharshi. Have you heard of great Ramana Maharshi ji? He hears about death. And it intrigues him. And pretty soon in his own family, his father passes away. So he keeps asking everyone, you know, you say he is dead and everybody is crying. The body is still lying there. Why are you crying? What do you mean by death? It is a very intric uh, intricate topic and he is not able to gauge it. So I said, the soul has left the body. The life principle has left the body, said his older brother. His older brother was no spiritual genius or a master. Just because he trusted his brother that word, he goes to the back room, climbs up to the attic, where he could hear nobody crying any further, sleeps on that attic, and tries experimenting to quit the body. 
to leave the body because there is that spark of life that has left the body was what his brother said. The intensity of this innocent kid was so strong that for a brief moment, he had that out of body experience. Then he could see himself as anybody else could have seen his body. That set a U-turn in his life. That this is something intricate that I need to find more about. And pretty soon within like six, seven months after that, he left his home, settled in Aruna, um, not Arunachal Pradesh. And again, who is it that quit that body and observed the body? Similarly, there was another great Mahatma called Nisargadatta Maharaj. He was not an educated person. He knew nothing about education. He needed. So one day his friend, and what was his profession? His family ran BD rolling business. BD samajhte ho? Oh yeah, gaane bahut to chuke hain. You understand. So their family business was to roll BDs and sell them. On the bus stands and uh, railway stand. I'm talking about 60, 70 years ago. So his friend drags him, satsang, let's go to satsang. And in that satsang, whoever that Swamiji was, he was speaking about you being that Atma Chaitanya, you being that consciousness, everything else that you can observe is only matter. It was a solid one and a half, two hours satsang. And something that he heard that day was so profound an impression on his mind. It's the only time that he heard it. 40 years prior to that, he had never ever heard a satsang or was not interested in a satsang. He was married, he had two kids. That day in that satsang, whatever he heard, it was it created that strong impression on him. That in the recent history, I can vouch saying the only person who attained the highest within three months. The next three months, all that he did was focus on that which was pointed continuously. Somebody who was not even interested in satsang. Got picked up by a friend, went to the satsang. Now back from satsang, three months of effort in his own biography, in his own autobiography, he talks about it. There's a book called I Am That, if you want to read. Very profound personal experiences. Wherein they have done that experiment with life, with that openness. Not to hoard, not to clatch, not to hold on to the world. 
but purely from the standpoint of let me experiment what the heck is this world let me see what how deep it is how deep the rabbit hole runs again another reference have the courage to go out and experiment with it because this beautiful opportunity of being a human birth being in a human birth is the only life where we have that sacredness freedom to act at will rest of the creatures do not have that freedom they are bound by their own insecurities and reflexes beyond that there is no realm for them it's only a human being that can truly experiment with all shades and dimensions of every personality out there is do you want to stay in a cookie cutter be mauled by the world and externalities as everybody anybody or do you want to experiment being somebody the one who has a courage to experiment being somebody alone will have the final courage to settle as a nobody did i get across the last one but one has to reach there only by either by our effort or by the kripa that that i hear and i'm assured into an environment experience something that it makes that impression as that punya phala that i i know for sure that that is not a path that i have to walk or to walk i decided based on that shraddha keep the mind open don't go with the stubbornness of rigidity jump in look at all possibilities see how far can it take does it have any worth in it that which it claims to hold and if you are truly in an experimentative mode you don't need too long a time to find the end results you don't need to wait on for a long period of time in many indian languages to check if the rice is cooked you don't need to pick every single grain and uh, squish it and say okay this is cooked this is also cooked this is also cooked that is also cooked how about in you know, a next layer if you take one grain and see if it is cooked you will know about the rest of it and it's not a too hard a process either you need courage to jump in you need the openness to see perceive 
as a true investigator. So let this life, let this experience lead us to that openness. Did I communicate it? Did you have any questions? As I would have today said, try that also. <laughs> in the spirit of learning, in the spirit of knowing, in the spirit of investigating. If anything that my mind is hankering on, don't try to bottle it up. It will burst open one way or the other. Either evaluate the very worthiness of that thought or the worthiness of what it is ushering me towards or both. Now, if you are a true investigator, you would find the end of that result sooner than what you could have ever imagined. All the best. I'll stop here. We'll start with the third chapter next week on. Om Purnamadaha Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnameva Vasishyate Shantashantashantehi Harihi Om Shri Gurubhyo Namaha Harihi Om